you know, now that Justin's not here, even though I'm disenfranchised with wrestling, we can still make wrestling references, and it'd be totally okay. No, it's okay. The fun isn't there anymore. Ah, I'm sorry. I'm not watching AEW. You're, you're, not even, to... you're not even watching wrestling anymore. No, I'm not. Well, I'm I'm vicariously watching wrestling by watching Total Divas, F- TDEs, you know, memes. <laughs> that's that's my that's like you know what that's that's I'll take that wrestling, I'll take that. Mm. The actual wrestling part, eh, whatever. Oh, by the way, I went through three. I went through two belts in three days. Two belts. I bought a belt on Monday because my older one was starting to tear. Oh, it didn't tear. Yeah, and then okay, I was thinking wrestling belts for a second. Oh. I was like, wait, what did you do? No, I've never, I've never owned one of those. I've always secretly wanted to, but never. This is too fucking expensive, and they're heavy. Um, but I bought one on Monday at Target, and then yesterday at work it snapped on me like it broke. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And then today, and I bought a new. I just, I just was like, fuck it, I don't want to go walk to Target because and get a new one. So I, I just bought a new one, and then today I was fiddling around with it, and it came off at the buckle. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So I got another belt. Hmm. Luckily, this one was free because it was just an exchange. So Yeah, that's what I was going to say, exchange it. But, but it was just like, fuck, God, I just, this is stupid. The only time that's ever happened to me before was that I accidentally stepped on my belt and broke the, the hinge, that Ooh. connector. Yeah. And so I didn't do anything with it. I just kept it because <laughs> I'm an idiot. Mm. I could I could have returned it if I wanted to. <laughs> All right, let's start. Yay! Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Char Shot Games Cast. Did you week friends gather around and talk about video games that they've been playing and things going on in their lives? Today I have with me Ben. Hi. I was trying to think of something clever to say, but I failed. It's okay. You failed this podcast. Yep, <laughs> Green Arrow's gonna come busting through my window any minute now. Um. So yeah, normally we have Justin start off the show, but he's in Chicago right now with his wifey. I can't remember what they're doing. I'm a bad friend. Yeah, I don't remember either, and I feel I don't feel as bad. I just hope they have a good time. I know he has friends over there that he visits visits sometimes, and he usually goes out there for like conventions or something. Mm. Yeah. So, anyways, what have you been up to? Uh, well, it turns, well, okay, well, um, since I wasn't here last week due to having dinner with my papa, um, I, I, I guess, it's been an interesting couple of weeks, uh, I bought The World Ends With You for 20 bucks. I hear the, uh, I hear the Switch version's not that great. Yeah, so I'll get into that. So, um, I was originally gonna get this game when it first came out, like, October of last year, something, some, sometime last year, the game's less than a year old. And um, I was super excited because I heard the DS game was good and all that good stuff. And then I heard about the issues that come out. And then the thing that didn't that told me that basically ultimately made me not get it was a combination of financial issues plus the I can't use it's all motion controls or at least docked mode it's motion controls um, and then on touchscreen it's uh, t- it's touchscreen controls. Um, and so I was like uh, I don't you know what no I'll just wait like I wanted to still get it. But I said I'll wait, and then so like randomly, just seemingly random, uh, I follow Cheap Ass Gamer. Which, by the way, if you're a video game fan, you follow that Twitter account because <laughs> you get some good shit. Um, that's how I learned about this. Uh, first, he tweeted at like you know GameStop was selling for twenty bucks. No GameStop around me was having it, so I was like, well, let me just check Amazon, and Amazon had it for twenty bucks. So I just bought it off Amazon, and um, I played it. 
And uh, it's interesting. Um, the I love how it looks in HD because I never played the DS version. Um, so I have no comparison to make it to. But I love its art style. Uh, it's it's the Tetsuya Nomura, the Kingdom Hearts guy. You, it's you could tell it's influenced by him, like the art direction. Because of by all him. the buckles and jackets, the buckles and the big hats. Yeah, it's it's all it. Like, <laughs> but like in terms of like how the world is, and like it feels like it feels, and like how like hardline the characters are drawn, it feels like a comic book. And I, as you know me, I love that shit. Even like the dialogue, the cutscenes are like comic book esque. Uh, in terms of, like, word balloons and, you know, zoom-ins on certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically the story is, is, like, these kids get trapped in this alternate version of Shibuya, which is basically, like, a metro, like a shopping HUD in, in Japan. I don't exactly know where it's at. I think it's in Tokyo, but I could be wrong. Um, and so they're trapped in, like, this reverse by these people they're called the Reapers, over the and so over the course of seven days they have to do missions. If they don't do missions or if they fail to complete a mission, they get quote unquote erased. Um and they have to fight like other monsters and stuff like that. And the main character Oh boy the main character. Um he I have I haven't run into a as big of an edgelord as this main character since like Shadow the Hedgehog. Cause he's like, I don't wanna help people. Well, and like he and he meets this other character, this girl, her name her name's Shiki, and she's fine. She's like the optimistic, naive girl. Uh, but he's like, I don't. Why are you helping them? This is like he's basically saying, this is stupid. I should do this by myself. It's better off alone. Like he's just like, like it's just cringe. But like he's a teenager. It's like the so Digimon like, thing where all the kids are like, I want to be on my own, and then they learn how to become uh, a team. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, they all have those moments. Matt was the worst one of that. If you know. <laughs> You got I fucking hate Matt. Um, I love we should, Matt. I, I, no, you're right. He did, but we'll go talk. We'll talk he, about he, it. He, he gets better in the show. No, he does yeah. in the original show. But there's a moment where like it happens where I'm like, you're a fucking moron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, hey, if you if you guys want to, or it's like the Yu-Gi-Oh uh, guy. What's his name? Uh, Kaiba yeah. or Joey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kaiba. Yeah, kind of like. Eh, no, not like that. Because Kaiba's just an asshole. Like this, like Edgelord and asshole are two different things. Well, Kaiba is an Edgelord asshole. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, um, he tried to kill himself in a fucking cart chill, chill, children's card game. But <laughs> off the anime tangent, um, so he he's like that. So if you're not into that, it's fine. This but game like, is very anime. So. Yeah, it's very anime. It's very anime. I think if I would have played this when I was 17, I think I would have liked it a lot more. At least the main character, I'm like, oh my god, I feel the same thing too, brah. Um, but it's all right. Like the music is really unique. Like it's something you wouldn't expect from like a typical jet. Like oh, the music uh, in this is great, especially in the boss, like in the fighting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Like it's actually. Uh, I he, think um, it used to be a little bit more rhythmatic. I don't know if it's still the same way, but in the DS, it was based on. Uh, you have the options for both, so you could play the, the 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 remixes, or you could play the classical. So if you're a fan of the, the game, you can you can you have your options. I've been talking to both. I can't tell because i'm not musically inclined but it sounds good either way to me like i love it even the hub world music is great yeah um the issue here that people have is the combat system so the combat is the most it's i will give to this it's the most unique combat system i played in a a japanese role-playing game uh especially for the um the switch so you can only play with one joy con you can't play with a pro controller and you use motion controls to attack 
use motions to, to uh, so in you and by doing that you have these little things called pins. They are sort of your weapons or your mana attacks. Uh, they never the go away. They they have sometimes they have to, it's basically a cooldown system. So, like, for instance, the one of the first ones you get is a fire one. By, by pressing Z, R, or B, depending which button is your preference, you drag, you, you basically dr- press up and then, quote-unquote, drag the Joy-Con across, and a fire will ignite, and you get enemies that way. Um, and then, or, or, like, you'll have a slash, where if you do a slashing motion, it'll do that, or if you aim slice up, or when you get the ice move, so on and so forth. Uh, the problem is, is that the Switch, it doesn't, all, the Joy-Cons don't always read it. Like sometimes I I would want to do the like, like not even an attack. I would want to run away, but the game will think I'm trying to do the fire move, and sometimes that can be problematic. Yeah. Um. It doesn't always work. Uh. But when it does, like when I get like, uh, because you also like the game. You have I already mentioned your partner Shiki. Um. You can tap enemies, and she'll come and do an attack, and so like you can you can attack at the same time, and that increases your sync rate. And eventually the game, and not, it doesn't even take long to get there, maybe less than an hour if you, like, go through things. Um, uh, you will, like, do, like, this cool, like, AoE attack, which can increase drops and get new gen- new pins. It's really fun. It's 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 off the charts. Um, it's just that I can't recommend it to anybody who doesn't like motion controls because you will not like it. Um, yeah. This was, this was made for a, a, three, or a DS, rather. So it yeah. was made for a touchscreen and buttons. Which yeah. is what it was originally designed as. Right. So I don't know why they decided to keep it. Maybe they wanted to keep some kind of spirit alive. Of the yeah, because a lot of these you could map to buttons. But they like could, a lot of yeah, these... exactly. They could have done that. It's no excuse. Yeah. I, but, and maybe it would have lost some of its charm. Or maybe, <clears throat> to me, if you wanted to keep that spirit, maybe only... Because like in handheld mode, which I tried it for the first time. By the way, buy a stylus to play this in handheld mode. Because namely because like my hands are kind of big and I don't want things to cover up and a stylus will work just fine. Big greasy hands. Oh. Yeah. So you have to use in handheld mode. You can't use any Joy Cons unless like you are playing it in tabletop, um, and you and it ha- and it can tell the Joy Con is you know separate from the console. You have to use the touchscreen to move to attack, and it's the same thing. And it generally works well there. I never have an issue with it other than again moving. Uh, I do actually like how movement feels in this game, even with the motion controls. Like, to me, that feels good. Like, I never have an issue of traversing anything. Um, and I also like how, because it's on a D- it was on the DS, it's designed to be able to be able to pick up, put it down at any point in time. There's, not, there's no... Cutscenes aren't super long. The area's not <coughs> super big. The missions aren't that long so far. I don't know how it gets further on. But I, I it's... I like that, especially for me playing a lot of games at one at, at right now. It's nice to be able to put this up, do something, put it down, and the game will remind me what I'm doing. And it, it doesn't seem like I lost track. Also, cool little thing is like if you put it down, like say for like a certain amount of time, uh, the game will actually level up your pins based on how many days you haven't played the game, uh, and like it'll calculate that, which I think is super neat. Um, so you don't have to worry about keeping track of that. Uh, but I just can't recommend it to people who don't like motion controls. That's it. I'm enjoying it, uh, but I'm I'm pushing through some of the more on-screen, more of the dock issues. But I like looking at it in the big HD visuals because it looks nice. It's a really nice presenting game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just marred by con- control and combat issues. Um, let's see. 
What else? Yeah, so, uh, uh, while you unravel that thread, the story gets deeper, and it's really good. Yeah, I'm curious to see where it goes, because like, like, part of me is like, okay, there's something bigger than this. By the way, uh, for those of you, just the last thing I'll say on this, uh, the story sets up as a premise, it's like, a, you only have seven days to do that, and like each mission starts at, you only have X amount of time, D- it's bullshit. It's it's totally pl- plot tied. You don't have to worry about. It's not a Majora's Mask situation where you have to do these missions in a set amount of time. You ruined it. You ruined the surprise. No, no, no. I'm like I'm because like I know some people won't play a game if that's the case. I didn't play Majora's Mask for the longest time because of that um, until I just dealt with it. So for those of you worried about that, don't. It's it's just more for plot and anything else. You don't have to worry about a time limit, which I'm glad. That's that you know. That's why I won't play Dead Rising because I don't want time limits on me. Don't pressure me to do shit, okay? Um, besides that, uh, the first season of MK11 ranked has officially came to an end, and I of course played the the last couple of matches. I finished above five hundred, above fifty uh, percent win percentage. It was like fifty four percent, which is like congrats. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, I really like this ranked mode and how they did it, and I liked all the cool, like the cool. I got this cool red and black and red and white katana skin and uh, costume, and uh, this cool sick red and black and red and white scorpion skin. Like, I, I like the theming, and um, I can't wait to play more. I can't wait to see what they bring next. Hopefully, something greenish or bluish. You know, we'll see. Uh, but uh, I'm officially decided that scorpion. Will be my main character. Actually, whenever they do the next season of Ranked, I'll probably swap between Scorpion and Sub Zero because I, you know, I now I haven't mastered Sub Zero by any means, but I can play him competently. And now it's just about learning Scorpion, um, who's a little bit more different, but can get away with a lot more wild shit if your opponent's not paying attention. So it'd be it's nice to have two characters. Um, outside of that, I played more Bloodstain. Um. The game is all right. I'm not. I, I'm not calling it bad. I just. I'm not liking it as much as I thought I would. Um, I'm not gonna spoil anything either. But like, I. I generally think it's a very good game. It's just not capturing the way I like. I wanted. Like I wanted to. I guess. Yeah. Um. There's some. There's some pretty inventive stuff there. Like I like how. Like there's a power you get. This is a slight spoiler. But it's a fucking power. Whatever. Um. Oh, this is a spoiler. Yeah, this is well. It's not story spoiler. Like, I just got to a story a story point where it's like, oh shit, okay, this is much bigger than no, I thought it's just it was. Teasing because you spoiled the the world ends for oh. for you. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, with you. It's not a spoiler. I mean, like, whatever. Um, it's all bullshit. Times time is not real. Time is not real. time is relative. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, uh, they you, you so have don't a, try you to get a move it. call. Yeah, you have a move called Invert, which is basically a callback to the uh, Symphony of the Night in the old Inverted Council, which I think is pretty cool. <clears throat> like, I like if anything, I'll give credit to this game because it's while it's obviously a spiritual successor to Symphony of the Night, it does enough different with its mechanics and with its traverse to separate itself from Symphony of the Night, so it can make its own name, uh, which I'll I'll give it credit to. Music is definitely better. Or it's just as good. Um, yeah, and, and I thought it was at the end game. And um, here's the thing I hate about the end game, though. And again, I won't spoil it. But, like, I don't know how you're supposed to know what you have to do in the fight against Jibble to know 
what to do next. Because, like, I was like, I'm supposed to do... Because, like, I already talked about, like, how I fought Jebo once. And then I killed him, and it got to give me a game over. So there's a certain thing you have to do in that boss fight with the specific weapon. And I'm like, how the fuck are you supposed to know that? Like, how... Excuse me. Is this related? Is it at, related to the lore? Yeah, it's related to the lore and to the enemy. That's not to to a certain character. That's why I'm not saying what it is. But it's like just don't be afraid to look it up if you're like if you keep if if you don't want to scour the castle. Just just look it up. Don't 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 waste your time. It. I don't know who you're supposed to talk to because none of the game's pretty good at giving you hints about what to do. But um, it's fine. I guess you're supposed to be paying super attention based on what the what the thing actually is. Um, I'm trying to see what else I also played. Oh, um, the messenger. Yeah, I went back to that. Oh yeah. Um, the yeah the uh the picnic panic DLC finally came out and I've tried it. It's still that same old good messenger. Um, Is that um the, free or paid DLC? It's it's free. Okay. You here's the, here's the here okay here's the convoluted thing. So <laughs> I updated the game. Thinking, okay, this update's gonna contain the DLC, right? Nope, it doesn't. Because when I went to the game, uh, you have to go to the shop inside the game to to ignite it. There's like this neon sign that thing appears up, and I talked, and I was like, oh, okay, here's the DLC, da 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 da, and like the shopkeep is like, oh yeah, that's the DLC, but you have to go to the store first. I'm like, or you have to beat the game first. I'm like, okay, I'll beat the game again. And I was at the final stage, and I was like, okay, I haven't played this game in like nine months. Let's beat the final boss again. Sure. I did it. It's fine. Um, and then the, the I, I talked to the shop people again. I was like, okay, well, maybe I have to go to the Tower of Time and get it there. Maybe that's the store he's talking to. Nope. So then I then I looked it up. You actually have to download it from the Nintendo eShop separately <laughs> for it to read. Now, here's the dumb thing. I went to the main page for the Messenger mm-hmm. on the Nintendo eShop. Nowhere on there. No, they don't. Unless I'm... Yeah, it doesn't list it. So I'm like, so I actually had to look like I typed it in manually, yeah. search, then it brings it up, and I'm like, why? Like <sighs> the fucking every e-shop. other. <laughs> well, like there's the thing. Every other game that has DLC has it listed underneath the game. Not every. Like I, I remember mo- looking mo- for DLCs on the Switch before, and like I was looking for the game. Like I looked for the game to see if it would be underneath it, and it wouldn't be there. Well, like Mortal Kombat's like that. Um, Dragon Ball was like that. Most at least like, some even, uh, like, the games that you play. <laughs> yeah, like this is the first time I into it. So like, like seriously, come on, we couldn't we couldn't code it to where it's like it's right underneath there, yeah, really. Okay, besides that bullshit aside, it's still the messenger. It's still fun. There's the writing is just as fun as ever. What's the, uh, the what's chop- the DLC about? Uh, basically, you go to an alternate reality where. Something something happens and you have to go to this vacation paradise. And there's a villain from the first game who is now who on this alternate reality is there and he's causing havoc there, so you have to stop in there. And there's actually a cute moment where he he, he sees you're coming and he hides in the bushes. And then when you're walking away, you can see him peeking out of the bushes. <laughs> and then you turn around, and he goes back in. I'm like, I'm watching you. It's funny. <laughs> it is. It's it's super fun. There's like a great octopus pun um that I can't remember right now. Uh, and I did. I just finished the first boss fight of the first world, and it was tough. It was like, oh shit, okay, we go in here, boy. Uh, so it's fun. It's and it's 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 so. And the music is just as kick ass as it's ever been. Uh, 
But on also that, uh, I I streamed again, and uh, I started. I'm streaming regularly now, or at least once a week, and that's been nice. It's been therapeutic. Uh, and um, I decided I before I played Shantae, and I won't talk too much about that game, but it's it's a very fun game. I like playing that game. It's my relaxing game whenever I want to. Um, and I had a good time playing that game. But I was like, well, let me let me put this on Twitter. You know, do you want to see me play the Messenger New Game Plus or Shantae? New, new game plus messenger one and like i don't i don't usually do new game plus runs ever like i just tend to not do them because i'm like i already beat you once i don't want to have a do it again on hard mode i just i'm not that kind of person right so i was like okay let's do this and i like like you get everything from the obviously but you also get to choose like uh like a, an ability from like one of four abilities from like that you that are that are like per plot progression you can get them early, and I chose my dumbass chose the one where you can just run on water early, which doesn't really do anything early on. I couldn't remember any of the power ups. I really couldn't. Wow. So I was like, okay, f- okay, fuck it, whatever. Um, and I like blew through the game like the first like four stages, four or five stages within two hours. Um, the toughest boss that game, the toughest. Bosses, rather, they gave me a hard time with the two Colossus brothers, uh, just because I was being reckless. But like, I was just like cruising through people, namely because I had the uh, the windmill shuriken, which is the the item you get once you get all the green power seals in the ma- in the main game. Um, that game, that thing is fucking busted. Um, but like, it, like, like I felt like a god just going through, just ripping and tearing, and you know, dodging and you know, parrying and doing double jumps. It's it's so good. It felt good. I'll be streaming more of it, of New Game Plus at and my Twitch stuff like at the end of the show. Um, but yeah, that's about it for me. It's been pretty busy in terms of video gaming, and I haven't even touched Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. It's sitting right behind me, and I'm upset that I, I can't play it yet. But I will. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm through. I'm through rambling. All right. So what I've been doing this week is I've been raiding in Destiny. So me and Lo, uh, former host of the show, uh, co-host, we decided to uh, get some people together, randoms, and do some raiding. And the one that we did, decided to do was uh, Scourge of the Fallen, which takes place on Earth. And it's got this uh, mechanic where one person has to stand like stand near a map and like do callouts for um, batteries that you pick up and put them around the map where they have to be placed. Um... So that's like the first encounter. And it's really like doing a blind raid is fun because you're you don't know what to do. So you're just like wandering around like trying to figure things out, like pulling on levers, like shooting stuff. I'm like, "Oh, what does this do? What does this do?" So like I've been having a lot of fun with that kind of stuff. Um and uh so after that part is an underground maze so we all just ended up like running around in circles like turning on lights flipping levers trying to figure out how to get out of here finally found our way out and then uh to get out of a sewer we have to race our sparrows down this uh this uh cavern but uh what's chasing behind us is a gigantic robotic servitor and it's on fire so it's chasing us through while we're trying to like speed off and like not fall off or get blown up by people shooting at us. It was pretty fun. Uh, it's really cool. And then um, after that, there's a couple other things that you have to do. But the end boss fight 
is basically just like a giant robot. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> um, it incorporates mechanics from like the earlier rounds, um, except for the sparrow racing. Um, but yeah, I have to call out uh, my dad. Uh, <laughs> we ended up uh, raiding with my dad, and he kept nice. he kept screwing up the uh, the boss fight. But yeah, go ahead and say what you're gonna say. Oh, just just nice. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. So he ended up screwing up the boss fight. I have to call him out. I'm sorry. Because at the end, uh, during the damage phase, everyone has, is gets assigned um, a debuff. And you have to partner up with the person that has the same debuff as you to do damage. And he never he didn't realize after we said like 30 times or whatever, I don't remember how many times we said it, that it changes. So like you get hit with it once and then you do damage, then it changes. Then you have to split off and pair up again. He didn't know that, so he just stood in his spot the whole time shooting. <laughs> and so, like the what the the thing that got us to um, finish it was that uh, whoever was supposed to pair up with him just broke off and just like did something else instead because <laughs> he would just stand there. <laughs> it was me most of the time that I was paired up with him, so I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna stand back while everyone else shoots, so like I don't die and like we don't get debuffed and everything." <laughs> so stupid. But yeah, he uh, he fi- he finally realized we were talking to each other. He goes, "Yeah, I didn't know that uh, the buff changes." <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "Are you kidding me? How many times have we said it?" <laughs> oh man, yeah. But yeah, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, we got a solid raid group going now, so I think that we're gonna do some last wish tomorrow, which is pretty cool. Uh, it's the raid where you have to slay like a gigantic uh, wish dragon, pretty much. Um, I also tried to do the, uh, the heroic version of the Leviathan, and that's a bitch for people, like, we had, like, new people who never did Leviathan before, so it's, like, a bitch just trying to get them to do it, and they didn't even have any good weapons or anything, like, one guy, he was using a bow throughout most of the, the, the raid, which is, like, not recommended, like, he doesn't even have, like, a fusion rifle or a sniper rifle, like, anything that does high damage, so... That sucked. Like, that was really painful. It took it took a very long time to do, and we didn't even finish it. So I ended up doing a uh, looking for group instead. And, we've and like, I finished off that raid in, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah. I have a Discord. Maybe I'll put it in here if Future Thomas is not lazy. Decides to put it in the Discord um, that me, Low, and a couple of my friends and my dad is in. And some other people that we've been playing with regularly, so you can come out, raid, do whatever. So that's. I wish I didn't get headache headaches from like first person shooters, so I could like play with y'all. Yeah, because that's all. This sounds super fun, but I know I'd be like, guys, I can't, I can't <laughs> do it. Ben, it's in the middle of a raid. I can't. <laughs> Just call out the symbol, goddamn it. <laughs> I can't. I'm trying. I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then we then we get AOE'd and then bam. Eh, just wipe. Eh, it's an ammo run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Raids are fun. I'm. I'm. I'm really happy. I got a good group going for it. So get to play more of that. Um. So yeah, that's basically it. Um. Let's move on into the news. So. Let's start with... What's this article that I have? Uh, yeah, speaking of games and services, uh, Division 2 director asks fans if they want a single-player spinoff. 
Ben, do you want a single-player spinoff? Of the Division? Yeah. I mean... Would you even kinda? play Would you play it? You don't like Tom Clancy games, though. No, I, when did I say I don't like Tom Clancy games? I don't know, I just... I got that. I think you're just making shit up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, um... I, I, given, like, how the second game is, like, about political upheaval and shit, I, like, I love that kind of stuff when it's not real, although, given the state of our world, it might be real one day. Anyways, um, I would totally play a single-player division game as long as it's, you know, third person. Like, I, I, and it's written smartly, but it's a Ubisoft game, so it won't be, so maybe I won't play it. I don't know. If it's done right. Right. Um, so yeah, Tim Spencer, uh, the guy that they took the tweet from and... We're talking about it says I love the idea of a single player narrative driven spin-off for a division focusing on an agent trying to get to their home uh, to get home to their family after being sent to New York City during the SHD blackout from the fall of DC um, and he's he's tweeted stuff before like about Splinter Cell like hey all of us guys are working on Splinter Cell it's kind of like a joke because um, not because not every head from Far Cry 5 and For Honor and uh, from Division are working on one game. That's too much talent in like one area. Yeah. Although it seems like it when some of the games come out. Like, are you sure? <laughs> um, yeah. I think uh, I think a single player uh, Division could be cool but um, like that's not what Division is to me. It's, yeah. it's a co-op game to play with your friends or your family. Yeah. You know, and if cool you want if you something could... like this, anyways, there's also the uh, Ghost Recon games that they have, which are really yeah. good. I do recommend playing those. The, the last one that came out, and the the new one looks pretty good. But yeah, go ahead, Ben. I was gonna say, you know, maybe hey, maybe inc- inc- include a single player type story, but with co op. You know, that's how about, that's how a about, novel how idea. Put your single player ideas into the division too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, make it a fucking free update. You know, I actually booted it up not too long ago. Um... Is it good? Oh yeah, I li- I like it. It's a looter shooter though. So okay. yeah. Oh, is it a looter? Was the first one? first one was a looter shooter too? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember that <laughs> one. I remember. I just remember the first one from the first one was the long queue line, like the fake long queue line for whatever reason. Yeah. Um. Like again, it's a looter shooter. It's an MMO kind of RPG game. So if you don't mind like doing some of the same stuff over and over again, then it's fine. I, w- I, w- I would honestly play it. I mean, you're talking to a guy who plays Street Fighter, which is, you know, I'm playing possibly the same people every ni- every other night when I do play it. So yeah. I'd, I'd be down with it. Um, What was I thinking of? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I booted it up not too long ago, and they've added um some kind of, like, like snip- snippets of story throughout the game. Like, like more Ooh. story than what was there mm-hmm. in the original. Because they're supposed to have, like, episodes and chapters and stuff. And I've been wanting to get into that, but Destiny... Is this controlling my life, and I needed to. I need yeah. to like. You're part. Of the, the, you're part of the bungee. Bungee. I'm net. trapped in the matrix. Someone, please help me. Um. But yeah, uh, yeah. There's like cool small story stuff where like, you load into an instance and it's just you, and I don't think you can do that co-op like that stuff co-op, and it's more of an environmental storytelling thing. So like, you look at things um throughout the level, and you kind of piece together what happened here. Kind of like what they do with their other um, scannables, where you can scan an area and it'll pop up people, and you can s- s- like scan the holographic people, see what happened, and it plays like an audio message. So it's kind of like a whole level design around that kind of thing. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I, I, 
I really want to get back into it, but Destiny is destroying me. <laughs> um, moving on to something else that is destroying me. Um, let's just talk about Stadia, I guess. Oh, yeah, that thing I posted. <laughs> yeah, so this is just more clarification that Google Stadia is not the Netflix for games. Uh, they're... Their subscription service is going to be more like a Games for Gold or PlayStation Plus, where you get a free game a month, or he said more or less a free game, one free game a month. Yeah. So, and it'll probably be like an indie game. You get like half a game. game. <laughs> uh, yeah. This, I really don't know who this is for. That's all I'm gonna yeah, say. It's for it's for dudes who live in Silicon Valley, my guy. That's who it's for. It's for people that work at Google and travel. Yeah, pr- pretty much. <laughs> but it's like, it's like just fucking. If you travel, fucking buy a Switch. <laughs> and, like, yeah, and they also have like, uh, they says their Stadia Pro is a ten dollar a month and upgrades you to four K resolution, five point one stereo surround sound, um, Stadia Pro exclusive discounts and additional free games released regularly. Uh, starting with Destiny 2, which is kind of funny because that's going free to play in September with uh, with uh, Destiny 2, Warmind, and Curse of Osiris. So you get two expansions with that. So I don't know what this uh, free version of their like their free version of Destiny 2 is going to be. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> you have to. You'd have to. I mean, you like. I mean, do you use it on Stadia? There's no free version of Stadia, right? At least, yeah, it's... it's or is there? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because all I know about is, like, the pay version. But, like, I mean, like, they never... I mean, to be fair... Yeah, there is there is a free tier. And you get 1080p and free... 60 frames. Okay, just fucking... Do, look, 60 frames, oh, that's bullshit. Especially when it factors in... It's it's about connection speed. Not not necessarily um, the game itself. Um, but, like, to, to, to be fair to Google... Um, a little bit. Nobody like we all people assumed that it was going to be the Netflix for games, and they never said it themselves. Um, so there, this is just like to me, it's like okay, fine. At least you're not that. And if anything, they just cleared out a whole bunch of people who may have bought the system otherwise, who may, or may have bought the, the controller or the, the, the subscription plan otherwise. Because if it wasn't Netflix for games, you know, for like a low, maybe like not low income family, but like you know middle class family who maybe can't afford a switch or you know. <laughs> Although the light came out, but like you know, want something a little cheaper. The the stadia is not a wouldn't be a bad thing, theoretically, if it was that. But because it's not, why invest? You might as well just buy a hardware thing where you don't have to worry about your internet connection fucking everything up. Yeah, like essentially, there's also um, uh, Game Pass is coming to PC. Like it's in beta right now, but it's it's like you can still sign up for it and get like there's already a bunch of games on. Uh, PC version yeah. of Game Pass, so why bother with something like Stadia? You can just yeah, exactly. You can just you just get that, and then if you do get like say an Xbox console, then you already have games because you have Game Pass, right? So just 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 get Game Pass. Just just buy everybody. Just go buy Game Pass. <laughs> I would, but I love my Switch too much, and I wouldn't use Game Pass effectively. Right. All right, uh, moving on. You've kicked that dog enough. Let's go kick some monkeys in Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz HD. Announced for 2019. Yeah, that was this was weird. 
Does does anyone does, really like Monkey Ball or Super Monkey Ball? I I think I think it has a cult following. The only thing I know about it is that it, the first game was sponsored by Dole's Bananas, like act like on like prominently. Um, I never played them. I've seen them. If first they person always, shooters make you sick, this game will definitely make you sick. You know, I've I've seen let's plays or streams of it. It's never made me sick. Okay. Maybe it's because I never. I don't know. You think it would because of the camera? Yeah, but it never. You're not has. moving anything other than the level. Yeah, it's so fucked up. I mean, yeah, I mean it's unique in anything. What's interesting though is what I was looking this up is that this is like the third game, which is not well received from what I understand. Is this the Wii game? I have no idea. Yeah, about originally that. released it might on be... Nintendo Wii in two thousand six. It'll arrive on oh, okay. the Switch, PS four, Xbox One, uh, October twenty and Steam in the winter. Yeah, you'd think they would remake the GameCube this, one because that's is the, the one seventh game in the know. series with an eight point four. Seventh. Oh wow! And I was I'm I was ignorant as all. People were mistweeting information on Twitter. What a shock! Wow. Oh, wait, it was fake from, news on Twitter. Was... Who would have known? Yeah. What what a shock. Um. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I'm probably not gonna get it, uh, just because puzzle platform. Is it a puzzle platformer? I don't know what to call it. Yeah, I, no I guess what... you could say that. I don't know. It's like a pachinko machine. Yeah, it feels like that. Um, I respect people who are like super good at it. I've I remember seeing a speed run of it at an SG uh, Summer Games on Quick once, and it was super tight. Um, but me, no, I just no. there's just nothing there just, for no. like me. Uh, other than yeah. like the first ten minutes of like the novelty of it, yeah, it's very arcadey from what I've seen. Like it's about you know points and getting to the goal as quick as you can. From yeah. what I understand, it's interesting. And I would love to see a speed run though, because if like these kind of games seem like they're really like good for breaking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So let's move on from that. Uh, speaking of retro games, GameStop. Is to create a new store concept offering retro gaming. Oh boy! It's no secret GameStop has had a rough few years. Recently, it had to stop searching for a new buyer with its stocks plummeting by over twenty five percent. GameStop announced that its new business saving strategy is turning stores into unique experiences. A uh, new direction is part of a partnership with the colossal marketing company RGA. And revolves around GameStop's long-held desire to reaffirm its place in video game culture. Uh, together, GameStop and RGA are developing and piloting a new and streamlined physical store concepts, introducing new ways for gamers to try new titles before they buy them. This has nothing to do with retro. With, okay, this is like this is this article is like a combination of their new step forward plus the idea of introducing retro game stores. Mm. Yeah. Uh, GameStop wants to create a place to have local video game competitions or somewhere for gamers to sit in front of a decent CRT TV as well. Some of these options are pretty hard to come by in most towns, so it is hoping to capitalize on those to find new streams of revenue in a world constantly shifting towards the digital future. So would you go and uh, hang out in a game cafe? Um, No, because it'll smell bad. <laughs> Listen, most most gamers I know don't fucking know how to shower for some fucking reason. They use deodorant. Know. Yeah, they don't. I use deodorant. Shit, I have to because it's fucking musky out here. Um, <sighs> That's essentially what they're making themselves into now. Yeah, which is not a bad idea, but like, 
the cool and I, I'm not I was being super cynical when I first read this I'm like aren't you guys doing that already like minus the whole like obviously they, they like you know this would be a much bigger degree um <laughs> Mike in the chat says listen if GameStops turns into arcades I'll take it yeah yeah but here here's the thing though like about that like it's good and bad, because um, like you know, I use the term like, like some places like I like here or I live, we have a local where at least fighting games. I don't know about other games. I know there's a there's actually one place in Austin that I know that has land parties, but fuck that place because they fucked me over with 3ds. Uh, donate to the Patreon, and I might tell that story one day. Um, you don't have that anymore. Oh, we don't. Never mind. God it's damn it. For okay. like a year. Donate. A dollar to me, and I might tell that story. Right. Um, Buy a shirt, yeah, and then know. you can he'll tell the story. <laughs> exactly, I'll tell the story how a certain store fucked me over with my 3ds. Anyways, uh, so I don't know. It could be cool, but like, if there are places that already have like established like land parties or locals, nobody's gonna go to GameStop for that shit. They just aren't. Um, and I don't know. I mean, like to me, I already feel like enough people like GameStop is still kind of in the lexicon of video games. Like, yeah, they're hurting, but I still. Maybe it's because I live in a major metropolitan area. But, like, I still see a lot of people go into them. And when I go into them, you know, I mean, sometimes it's dead. But it's like it's a weekday. It's in school. You know, obviously. They're probably busier in the summer. But I don't know. But obviously doing something wrong. And maybe this will be a way of keeping more people in. Yeah. For some bar. So. Yeah. Uh, I just know that the GameStop at my mall would certainly not be able to do this. Because the floor space is incredibly tidy. Yeah, any game stuff in the mall would be screwed. <laughs> yeah. The- um, we used to have two here, like one actual store and one in the mall, and now all we have is the one in the mall. Funny about that, there's like, uh, there's this, I take the train up sometimes whenever I want to go, like I want to go on a shopping spree or just get away from everything. Uh, and there's a, there's a, it's a mall there, and there's a game stuff on the outside of the mall, and then there's a game stuff inside the mall, literally right there. I'm like, why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> the one and, and, and to be fair, they're both nice. Actually, they're the most nicest games I've ever been into. It's like having a Starbucks yes. and like right next to each other. Why do they do that? Oh, but that's a, that's a real fucking. Thing, I know, but like, me. why? I know, but like, yeah, th- but at least like with that rationale, like, like, I guess there's like a, a lot of demand, on... maybe like in that area. People love their coffee, man. Yeah. People fucking love their coffee, and, and and Starbucks is willing to milk your ass for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Well, why cross the street when I can just turn around and oh shit, you weren't there before. What the <laughs> fuck? Star Starbucks is the Pennywise of coffee machine uh, coffee shops. They're just everywhere <laughs> when you least expect oh, it. Oh boy. Um. All right. What else do we got going on here? Uh, Nintendo. I think we're in Nintendo now. Uh, Nintendo announces an uh, updated Switch with better battery life. Uh, I believe Justin said that it's. Let me go find out his words. Oh, um, you talking? Yeah, about it's right it. here. Uh, so, I mean, I, I have his words right here. Okay. You um, say it. Yeah. So basically, uh, it's a new 16nm NVIDIA chip infrastructure being used in the Switch. It's the same chip that's being used in the Switch Lite. There's going to be like an, an, an like an updated Switch model, so it's an update of the original Switch. <clears throat> it doesn't increase like you know performance. Um, it just increases the battery life a little longer. Uh, which is which is nice, um, but like to me, at least for me personally, I can't speak to you, Thomas, for you. But like the Switch's battery life has never been an issue for me in two years. Another thing that's been an issue, but we'll talk about that in a, later. 
but the ba- I, I've always had at least at least fifty percent. But I don't use it constantly when I'm commuting. Only when like certain points. Uh, I'll have it like so. My commute, um, when I take the bus to work, is two to two and a half hours. So, going there and coming back, the, the switch is basically dead. And if I forget to dock it, like if I take them out of my bag and dock it, if I forget to do that for like like two more hours, it's dead. And if I didn't save any progress, then I'm screwed. Um, which has happened a couple of times. Not very often, but a couple of times. Um, uh, yeah, battery, like I could do, I could do some more battery life, but it's not a huge issue because I mostly keep it, yeah. I mostly keep it docked now. Yeah. And for me, like, I'm not constantly using my Switch on my way to, com- when I commute to work. Like, sometimes I'll, I'm reading a book, sometimes I'm listening to a podcast, so I'm not constantly... Wait, you don't do both you- at the same time? Uh, not on the buses I ride. What? Um, well, sometimes it's best not to pull out the fact that I, you have a $300 item on a bus on the buses I ride. Let's just no, say I'm just much. saying, like, you don't, like, listen to a podcast and do something? Mm, no, okay. no. If I listen to podcasts, I'm listening to... Generally, uh, I... Generally, if I'm listening to podcasts, it's in the morning where, like, it's like my morning radio where I'm like, I'm too tired to do anything, but I can listen to this. Um, or if I'm walking home from the bus stop to my house. Okay. Uh, but, but like, if I'm like, either that or if I'm, other than that, I'll, I'll be reading the book while listening to music or, you know, watching something on Netflix, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, let's go talk about the thing that you were, um, referencing earlier. The, Oh, what's it called? <laughs> Joy-Con Drift. Joy-Con Drifting. Yeah, this is an actual problem that they should no, have addressed. It's not a new Nintendo game, guys. It's, uh, it's a No, it's, it's not. A uh, so, Joy-Con Drifting issues appear to have finally boiled over the U.S. law firm. Uh, reportedly preparing for to file a class action lawsuit against Nintendo. Uh, details about this come straight from Kimicles, Schwartz, Kreiner, and Donaldson Smith. Wow. The firm currently looking into the possibility of such a lawsuit. Man, like law, like law firms, man. Um, here are some additional details from its website. Uh, CSKND is investigating a potential class action based upon reports that Nintendo Joy-Con controller for their... For their Nintendo Switch gaming console can experience joystick drift issues... Specifically, it is reported that joystick on the Joy-Con will automatically register movement when the joystick is not being controlled and interfere with gameplay. Uh, this obviously isn't the first time something like this has happened for Nintendo. Um, plenty of patent claims over the years. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. So that's all you really need to know. Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, you have this I'm pro- surprised have this problem? I've had this problem several times. Yeah. I've gone through three Joy-Cons now. Jesus. Um, yeah, that's, it's that, bad, that's dude. Not, that's not, like, a cheap thing to buy to replace. No, no. Thankfully, now, though, because um, ever since I bought the double, like, the the non-detachable Joy-Con that has the D-pad on it, um, my left one's never an issue because I never use it unless, like, I'm, I was playing Mortal Kombat. But the right one was always an issue because that's what you do movement with. Um, and I've had to replace... I've had to... Re- like, I had the original one set... And then I had a yellow, and then I had a purple and green, the platoon color one. And then I had a blue and red, because the other ones worked out less than a year, by the way. And then recently, this blue and red one stopped working me a couple months ago. 
So I had to buy uh, just I, and then this time I luckily at GameStop had a used one for like thirty bucks. So I was like, okay, I'll just do this, um, and I'll just uh, you know I, I bought a warranty through them. So if anything happens within a year, if they're still around, I'll at least get a free Joy-Con or something. Um, but yeah, it's it's a problem, man, and it it it's kind of like it kind of made me a little salty when I saw we were getting a new Switch Lite and. You know, obviously the which better like like yeah, that's fine, but fucking fix your Joy Cons, man. You know, and and I hope this lawsuit does something. I'm not asking for compensation or anything, although that would be nice to give me two hundred dollars for you know spending money on something I shouldn't have had because of a, a manufacturing default. Yeah. Um, you know, because it, it's much simpler to just fucking go to a store and just fucking buy it versus waiting for Nintendo to fix your shit. Um, or going somewhere shady, or going somewhere and then having the shady place screw you over and doing other things. Uh, yeah, and, and and I know I'm not the only one with drift issues. I've you know just go on Twitter and like just put on Joy-Con drift, and you'll see like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of tweets mm-hmm. people with that issue. Yeah, um, like it's it's bad. Like they need to like whatever if they do a new switch another switch model. They don't even do another switch model. Fucking put out another model, a new model of the Joy-Con mold or something, where this doesn't happen. Like they have to know about this. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, yeah I had the same issues. I bought a replacement because the one I had, even the sliding on it broke eventually, so it was pretty much useless to me. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, they need to fix their shit. Yeah, which is like I've never had this happen with other consoles, like my PS3. Like obviously the controller broke down over over like six seven years. You know, I've had that thing, but like joy, I have never gone through controllers this fast. Like it's 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 ridiculous, and especially how much they cost. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Come on. Thank goodness for my pro controller. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about some fun Nintendo news. Uh, everyone on a Southwest flight got a Nintendo Switch for free. Yeah. What the? <laughs> you know, I can't. What, what, what is this even? I don't know. I just saw it on Twitter. And I thought it'd be funny. Um, maybe it was a promotion with South by Southwest. Hold on, I'm printing up the article. Um, it's probably a promotion with them. Um, and they got Super Nintendo's... Mario Maker Two. Yeah, so they got a game and a console for free. That's super cool. Now, what I'm wondering um, uh, is like, what happens if you're like, say, if my dumbass is on that flight and I pull out. And you pull out a switch, would they not give you a switch? Oh man, I'd be so I wonder pissed. what would they. Yeah, I'm like, because then I would give it away, like you know, to my brother or to my nephews or something. You know, like I already have one, but I know somebody who would want one. Like you can't not deny me one. That's super sick, though. Can you imagine? Right. I feel I would. You know, you know. I hope this. I hope this is true. I don't think it's true, but. I hope that like there's like a there was a dad on that on that plane who was like struggling. Oh my god, what do I get myself for my birthday? He wants to switch, but I can't afford one. And then he gets on this flight, you know, because he's going to this business trip. And then like they present him a switch. It's like easy birthday present. Like how awesome would that be? I want to believe that's a that's a thing. Yeah, this is just a publicity stunt. So it's a good publicity stunt. Yeah, fix your fucking Joy Cons. <laughs> As bad as you're on the flight and also your Joy-Con drifts. Oh, uh, it starts drifting? Oh, no. Uh, uh, that'd be bad. Yeah. 
Um, and our last news story for today. I don't know anything about this, so I'm just gonna let Ben talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. Marvel's Avengers, Kamala Khan's Miss Marvel, seemingly teased at Comic Con 2019. Uh, yeah, so Kamala Khan is, uh, not, like, the Carol Danvers of Miss Marvel. She's an inhuman, she's from Pakistan, uh, she has the ability to, sh- basically, uh, she calls it embiggen, where she can enlarge her, any part of her body, or her whole body at will, um, and she's funny and fantastic, she's very, she's a, she's, she's a very fun young superhero, um, and she's, you know, she's cool. I read most of her run, most of her stories. That were published. Oh, yeah, this is the Marvel Avengers game that was shown off at Square. Yeah, I just hope she doesn't look fugly. That's all. Because this too late. <laughs> yeah, this that's the thing. Because like Kamala Khan is like very like the thing about Kamala Khan and her art, like the way like her arts had a very consistent style. That like the artists who've drawn her, and she's very like expressive and like you know ecstatic. And I'm like now I'm imagining her like looking drab and normal and. The, the, like, her past superpowers looking super awkward. I'm just like, oh, God. No. Uh, but I do have something to piggyback this, though, that I didn't post in it because it was a Twitter thing. And I know how much you hate just that. Just post the uh, actual... Go ahead. Well, no, because it was, like, pictures and stuff. Like, it wasn't, like, an article that... A friend of mine had tweeted this, so... It's probably articles now, but I was on my way home when... Uh, I saw this. So, uh, as uh, along with this whole uh, Ultimate Alliance three is officially out now. So, for those of you who don't know, um, they uh, at a panel today at San Diego Comic Con, which I didn't realize that was going on. Near did I this week until I read this article. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. I remember when Comic Con used to be a huge deal for me. Now it's just like, oh, it happened. I know. Oh, okay, cool. I know. Uh, which is like, uh, basically, they announced that Loki uh, is playable in Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. So that's pretty cool. I know people love the the Hiddleston. So you're not going to get him, but you're going to get Loki. Um, uh, but they also announced that Colossus and Cyclops are going to be free DLC for Ultimate Alliance Three. So Didn't there they you go. Say that like all their heroes are going to be free DLC. No, this is that's Avengers. This is Ultimate Alliance Three. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but they also announced the uh, first. Uh, so we, in the Nintendo Direct, they had announced like three different. Uh, plans of uh, families that were going to get DLC, the Marvel Knights, um, Fantastic Four and X-Men. Well, they just revealed the lineup for the Marvel Knights characters, and those characters are Blade, the Living Vampire, um, Moon Knight, the Punisher, and Michael Morbius, the Living Vampire. Yeah, I've heard of three of those. Yeah, Morbius is more of a... He's a very obscure Spider-Man villain, but he's... He's popular. Depending, he's not popular, but he's like a lot of people. Wait, like he's the Spider-Man villain. Yeah. He's oh, okay, Spider-Man then villain. I do know who he is. Yeah. Then okay. Yeah. So those are those are the first. So the Marvel Knights seemingly will be the first uh, set of DLC that's coming out, and those are the four playable characters. Which that's pretty cool. Moon Knight was in Marvel Ultimate Alliance One. Uh, Blade also was in Marvel Ultimate Alliance One, so those are more returning characters. But Punisher has never been in a Ultimate Alliance game, so that's cool. And uh, Morbius is an interesting ad, so I like how they're keeping up with the diverse roster. I really like, I really can't, and, and by the way, uh, this is not an ad, but Marvel, if you want to sponsor our podcast, feel free. Um, I can't make the decision, Tom has to make that decision, but yeah, just I'm pretty give me sure. Yeah, a thousand bucks and we're good. Yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> the, the season pass is only $20, so uh, presumably 
uh, each season pass, each each uh, bracket or each you know family will get four characters per per for uh, per slot. So for eight, you're gonna get twelve characters for twenty bucks, which isn't bad. I don't think it's bad. Does that sound? I don't think that's bad. Um, and probably other stuff too. So yeah, that's super. That's super dope. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, so Ben, where you, where, where can people find you? You can find me at twitter.com slash where I don't retweet as much anime titty as I used to because I think people are annoyed by it. But I do occasionally retweet the occasional, you know, lewd pic. Uh, but also I am <coughs> streaming semi-regularly every Wednesdays at 7, 7.30 Central Standard Time. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Iggy2814. Uh, I've been streaming The Messenger's uh, New Game Plus and Shantae Hachini Hero. But starting this Monday... July the twenty second. So by the time this podcast is released, the day after, I think, um, I will be streaming. At, I will be streaming with one of my friends uh, who I co- who I do another podcast called the Mighty Warriors Three Marvel Podcast. We will be doing a co op live stream of Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three. Uh, we're both big Marvel heads, so it's going to be a fun time. Uh, we're going to run through the Marvel Universe as a co-op tag team. It's going to be great. We're uh, just, to, just to go tell people right now, uh, we're going to basically do... My friend is going to do like Stanley type intros before the stream starts to like set the stage every time and do like Stanley like type recaps every time we come back for stream... when we come back to do a session. So look forward to that. So make sure to get the, uh, the beginning of the stream. You get the beginning of the stream. Yeah, just catch the beginning. It's going to be awesome. I've never done a co-op stream. I've never done a stream with anybody before. Really? So this is... This, yeah, I've never, like... Yeah, exactly. I've done recordings with people, but live streaming is something different. But we're both excited for this game. Please come out. If you love Marvel, please come out. It's going to be a good time. You know, I don't have the best production values ever, but I ha- I'm here. That's all That's all you could want, right? So that's I'm Monday here. 22nd... At... Probably at it's gonna be at we're gonna shoot for six Central Standard Time, seven Eastern Standard Time. Okay, so uh, it's gonna be a good. I thing. should be free to come out and hang out. Yay! <laughs> um, uh, you have anything else? To that's add? um no, that's that's it for now. Right. Just sounds good. And you can find Justin at uh, on Twitter zero underscore score. I know he hates that, so I did it. Uh, <laughs> and then also he's on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash zero score. And you can follow me, your host Thomas, on Twitter, CSG Thomas. I'm also streaming on uh, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash can play stuff. Uh, you could probably expect more rating in Destiny now. Uh, I have an actual team, so that's gonna be fun. And until then, guys, enjoy your games and good night. Marvel, baby! <laughs>